Hello everyone, and welcome back to Agents of Damned, our Let's Play D&D podcast featuring myself, your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman. And as always, I am joined by my fellow players. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I play safe. Hey everyone, I'm Christina and I play Wintera. And I'm Drew McLean, and by Bahamut's Buster Bunkin' Beer Cake Bonanza, I play what? the good Dr. Arlo Aegon. What the don't actual even, fuck? Do don't that. even question him anymore. Just, 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 just... So, get, get, getting back to more fantastical things. Guys, it's been a bit. Yeah. And, like, a lot has happened since then. Like, good lord. I, did, did I, had I, had I moved by the, since our last recording? Uh, I don't no. think so, no. Yeah, so, okay, I've moved by apparently first recording in my new space, which is insane. Um, we had the charity stream with Adventure Dice. Which was awesome. Jordan yes. got married. I was trying to build up wage? to that. Thank you for ruining my fun again. I'm sorry! Why Why are you like this? Well, I just, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, I have, a, I have a secret for you that's gonna help. As a, this is a podcast that's released, like, afterwards, you can just, like, start over and edit it out, and then, like, none of that will have ever happened. <laughs> did you know that? Or, Jordan, did you know you could do that? But that's so much work. It's like, he's just a chunk. He's chopped out the chunk. He's, he's take the chunk and he go, nah, I don't like that chunk. No, chunk. It, <laughs> no, it's past. We're just gonna have a sour chunk because Katie doesn't like me having fun. Ah, oh. oh, Katie, you done soured the chunk. You done oh, bumped sorry, the sorry. chunk. I'm All right, that's enough for of that. The chunk. <laughs> I I don't ever want to hear the phrase "sour the chunk" again, please. Just soured the chunk. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I'm sorry. Please continue. I won't interrupt anymore. No, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Did anyone else think of like curdled milk when you think of the phrase "soured uh, the enough, chunk"? Please. <laughs> please. So, so on account of how long it has been, I would say this time probably more than ever. We all quite desperately need a recap. Yeah. Yes, Very well, then. Last time, the agents began their journey towards the necromancer's lair to investigate what happened to cause them to turn into the monster they are now. Before they left, Winterra sent Oliver back home, making a long-tooth promise with him to make sure he stayed. On the way, Sibo began to question how the magic items they had given the agents were performing, but was disappointed to learn that they had gone largely unused. However, when Terra began acting strangely, not remembering key events that had happened, to make things even stranger, she began seeing suspicious movements around them, but Saith couldn't find any traces of anyone. As when Terra began to accuse everyone of conspiring against her, the cursed gem that had been resting in Winterra's chest finally shattered, causing her to transform into a horrid, tree-like monster with mangled limbs. Arlo, Saith, and Bookworm attempted to subdue their transformed friend, but found that her monstrous form was extremely powerful. To make matters worse, an unseen force was disrupting Arlo's casting. As things seemed at their most dire, Arlo and Saith heard a voice on the wind which they soon realized was Bookworm. With the aid of the agents, Bookworm was able to get close enough to cast Dream on the transformed Muntera. Meanwhile, 
when Terra was trapped inside her own mind, being assaulted by voices all around her. Through the noise, when Terra heard a voice that called out to her, that told her to brave her fears. A wall of flames arose behind the figures as they beckoned her forth. As when Terra attempted to draw the courage to move forward, the visage of Bookworm, Arlo, Saith, and a mysterious gnome appeared to encourage her. As Mentera walked towards the flames, she found herself in a memory of the day Oliver was born. It was through this memory and the aid of the mysterious figures that Wintera regained her memories and learned that she was the lost shepherd of the Fae. And thus we resume our tale. As we resume our tale, we actually turn back the clock a moment, as Bookworm charges towards a transformed Wintera. She gets hit by the tree's vicious attack, but powers through and manages to cast the dream spell, finding herself inside Wintera's mind. However, where she comes out to is pure black a void with no light in sight of anywhere. As she looks around trying to find any sign of Wintera, she instead feels a small tug at her side. She turns over and sees the gnome. Excuse me, uh, young lady, I can't help but notice that you have found your way in here. Um, I don't suppose you're here to help our mutual friend, are you? Uh, um, yes. I didn't think anyone else would be here. Quite alright, understandable. Look, I don't have time to explain this. I can't find Wintera in here. She seems to trust you a lot. Do you think perhaps we could help each other to find her in here? I fear what might happen if she goes unchecked for too long. McWorm nods. A little confused, but she, for some reason, feels as though she can trust this gnome. The two of them wander for a bit until eventually they see the light of a far-off flame. They go toward it and see Wintera as a child, cowering in fear against the wall of flames as the three shadowy figures stand before her. As they get closer, they're able to hear that the shadowy figures are trying to coax Terra into walking towards the flames, saying that it is the only way to break through. The gnome pushes against Bookworm and says, I think perhaps you should go first. She trusts you a lot. And so... Bookworm goes forward, and as we saw it before, with the visage of Arlo and Saith at her sides, she reassures Wintera. The gnome shortly follows, and also reassures, letting Wintera know that no matter what, she isn't alone. As Wintera walks forward, Bookworm is immediately cast back out of the dream and into the material plane. As she does, 
She sees the gnome turn back and give a reassuring smile, as if he knows the job has been done. Back in the material plane, as Bookworm is shot off of this horrid tree-like creature. We see a light emerge from the point where Winterra is sticking out of this thing. And soon, the mangled, rotted bark that has encapsulated her begins to burn off in a white flame. As it does, Winterra is able to break free from it. But the form that you all see her in is not one that you immediately recognize. It's definitely still Winterra, but not in any way you've seen her before. Her normally short hair has grown to incredible length, almost brushing against the back of her ankles as vines and flowers bloom throughout. There is this wild and erratic energy flowing around her. It seems to dip in and out of her body with no rhyme or reason to it. The only way you could think to describe this form is pure chaos. As she opens her eyes, you see that there is a wild light dancing within her eyes as she pulls out the staff of the woodlands that she had had. Quintero, when you first got this staff, it had never been in the Rick's shop before, but for some reason it was there then, and you saw it almost immediately and felt drawn to it. And now you see that the bark on the staff begins to change. At the top, a small crystal forms, enraptured by the claws of the wood itself, with vines covered with wisteria flowers decorating the bottom of it, and a small insignia that looks like half of a snowflake for a great tree shadowing a crescent moon appears from within the gem. This is Winterra's new shepherd power. What do you all do? Oh my <laughs> god, Winterra, it's like you've mastered like the you know, the the true feeling of your natural instinct, like some sort of like super instinct or like some kind of ultra type of instinct or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my oh, entire oh, ass <laughs> Five minutes of build-up for a Dragon Ball reference. <laughs> right off. I don't know what you were expecting out of him. Let's be real. It's been too long. I forgot. Uh, it's over, over 9,000. So, I have a question that is important. Do Does Winterra remember the moments leading up to getting stuck in that form? Does she remember the moments of not remembering? You remember everything. Huh. Good. Okay, great. Literally everything 
from the encounter with Ash to the stuff that happened while you were cursed. You remember all of it. Great. <laughs> that answers an important question. Mm -hmm. So, when Tara, with all of this wild energy, she turns and she's like looking for everyone just to make sure that everyone is okay since she remembers everything but did not know what actually happened um, as far as that. And she hears Arlo being Arlo. She's like, okay, you're good. What about Saith and Bookworm? And the, the, weird, the weird gnome was here too. Where, where is he? Sibo is currently unconscious against the tree. He'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. No, no check for vitals. No, like, you know, like, like you doctor. see him fully thrown un unconscious and, like, when Tara's like, he'll be fine. He'll be Every fine. Everyone's okay. Everyone is okay. Wait, 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 hold on. Uh, so I don't know, like, now that everything's kind of, like, stopped, he does get, go over and, like, check on Sibo. Can I do, like, a medicine check on Sibo? Yeah, go ahead and roll that. All right, hold on. Medicine check should be pretty high. It's given. I'd be upset if it. it wasn't. Oh, shit, yeah. It's like a fucking plus eight. So that could be a dirty 20. He's just unconscious, but you're able to snap him back up and essentially bring him back to the way that he was before. He didn't really take damage. I just needed him to not be in that fight. Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Oh, good. God. Oh, what? Oh. oh, okay. We're back. Hi. Wow, you look very different. Can I study you? <laughs> what is it with you and studying people all the time? It's so weird. I must know things. Imagine if he'd been around when I went into pit fiend form. Excuse me? Don't worry about it. I must. <laughs> when Tara hugs everyone, she... she Fully group bear hugs everyone as tight as possible. Ah, ah, you're so oh, strong now! Back. <laughs> my neck! My neck and my back! Tara! Tara, I need air! You'll be okay. Bookworm has been silent this entire time and largely has been unable to break eye contact with you. She's, she like she's in a state of shock. Uh, roll me an insight on that, if you please. Anyone who would like to. I don't think my insight is high enough. Um, well, if it's a low enough roll. A nine. I rolled 17. Uh, I got a 25. Yeah, that tracks. Everyone but Wintera realizes that it's not really shock so much as admiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, admiration, air quotes. <laughs> look, I, I don't feel comfortable saying the other thing that it actually is. <laughs> the, the look of help, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I I could have hurt everyone. Wintera, the amount of number of times that I have been possessed and or taken over and or cursed and did the exact same thing, I can't exactly judge you. Yeah, honestly, Wintera, at this point, it would be weird if, like, you had continued to have never have tried to kill us. Actually, I think I'm still the only one that hasn't tried to kill anyone here. You're also the only one among us that doesn't have some sort of cool transformation ability. I mean, I think I'm still pretty cool with uh, just being, you know, being regular Arlo. I think Arlo is the coolest transformation. Arlo says lying to himself. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> we did get that blessing of the Fae. We still don't know what that means. 
Oh, fuck, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, if only you guys had bothered to ask before you left. Uh, we were we were having a we were having a time. Hey! So how long has it been since we've been um Anybody know what day it is here in this realm? Oh yes, of course. It's Schlorp Day. <laughs> how long were we in the Fey Wild? I don't know. When did you leave? Oh god, what day was it when we left? Jordan, um, I think now is a good time for us to establish how days work in this, in this You just said Schlorp Day, and we just accepted that, and like, I feel like... <laughs> I was surprised, honestly. I don't know if Sibo's be- I don't know if Sibo's being weird, or if those are like how days work here. It's like, yeah, you know, Schlorp Day, Glorp Day, Schmorp Day. Like that. Like All I just of these feel sound weird. like they belong on Rick and Marty. It would just feel weird if he had said, yeah, Tuesday. I mean... We don't know. I don't. I don't know how the days work. Not, like you've introduced an entirely new variable that I was not ready for. <laughs> we have to yeah. do. How, hey, hey, Drew, how's it feel? Feels, feels bad. Feels bad. We bad. Have to track an entirely <laughs> new time frame as far as weeks or days go. Well, to answer your question, um, I believe you left the village on Schlop Day, so I guess it's the same day. Or it could have been an entire week. Or it could have been an entire week. I haven't really been paying attention. I am currently powered by at least 12 pots of coffee. You all notice at this point he is visibly vibrating. <laughs> mm. We know someone else who probably would operate under that much coffee, she says with disdain. Ah, uh, you know, make uh, that yeah. too. Oh, oh no. Oh no, what? what? Nothing, it's personal stuff, don't worry about it. Oh no! Arlo! Shut up! That's right! Shut up! You told Ryan you Shut up. loved her over the phone! Arlo literally, like, takes a small rock from the ground and throws it at as hard as he can. Do I need to roll to miss it? Arlo, make a ranged dex... Like, make a ranged weapon attack. Uh, what would I add to that? For dex. throwing a rock? That'd be dex because it's ranged. Oh, no! Yes. I crit. <laughs> Safe, you take two points of damage because it's a <laughs> fucking rock. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't throw like a boulder. I'm assuming it was like no, a small rock the, or a pebble. So imagine I picked up a small rock and a pebble and like because of the nat 20, I throw it like a fucking like Major League Baseball pitcher. Like it, like it curveballs and it gets it right <laughs> in the fucking dome. <laughs> Well, no time like the present, she says, taking out her speaking stone. Or, or, we could just wait in the forest and make a new life here and never address it. I still don't understand what's wrong with telling someone that you love them, Arlo. Hush. <laughs> but I don't. You don't understand the nuances of the situation. Dialing Ryan's number as this <laughs> is going on. We're arguing about, like... <laughs> social, like, cues and social interactions in the background as, like, Saith is just, like, in the foreground dialing Ryan's number during the distracted the distraction. At Arlo, as you are having this conversation with Mentera trying to explain why it may or may not be a problem that you said that, you suddenly, like, your ears, or whatever you have to hear, immediately picks up. Ryan speaking. <laughs> hey, boss, I just wanted to let you know that we're out of the Fey Wild, and, um... Oh, that was much faster than last time. Yeah, so we're on the same day, not in a week kind of deal? 
yes, no, I believe that you all attempted to call me earlier today. I see. Hey, by the way, so you did check your voicemail. Yes, I check it regularly. Excellent. All right. So, what I wanted to say was... In the, in the background, you could hear Harlow go, ah! <laughs> The thing here that is relevant information is that our very own Wintera, she's the shepherd of the Feywild. Aren't you glad you hired us? You hear her spit out something that you can only assume is coffee? <laughs> That's a word for it. Hey, speaking of which, I need to update my contract with you when we get back to, uh, when we get back uh, to base. Okay, when you say update your contract, I need you to be more specific. Do you mean your workplace one or the one with the devil? That's Modius. Uh, the latter. Of course. So yeah, that's about all I have to report to you. Oh no, 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 no. Details. Oh yeah, so one more thing. While I have you here, uh, Arlo has also been blessed by the Feywild. Because we passed a whole bunch of their ridiculous tests, including eating 20 of Big Betty's dishes. Oh. I Don't... Don't worry about that part. Um, let's see. We had to go through the Fey. Uh, we had to pass the trials. Arlo was the only one who got a blessing of the Fey. We came back out. I apparently was previously cursed by one of those terrible crystal things. Um, almost killed everyone. Um, I am apparently a shepherd of the Fey. That has been something I was given since birth, but I did not previously know it until now because now is apparently the time to know it. Um, I didn't kill everyone, which is good. Uh, I'm good now. I have this cool new form I can turn into, I guess. She says looking at herself as she's finally actually taking a second to look at what's going on around her. And she, like, looks over and she notices there's a bonfire on the ground. She's like, ah, and apparently I can do that. Oh, hey, that's cool. Hey, uh, one more thing. One more thing. This is it. This is the last one more thing I'm, I'm going to say. Um, uh, my cat, Modi, he's actually Asmodeus. That's all, that's it, that's everything. Oh yeah, and the Sneeple and Ash were the ones that cursed me. Oh, it was the Sneeple. So I'm gonna go find someone and murder someone now. She says that she starts like getting ready to go walk off as she's like figuring out how to get rid of the bonfire that's on the ground. Wait, well, Tara, wait, everyone at the stone, now! All I can imagine is just like this little bit of fire bursting through like the, the, the stone. She gets distracted by by the shouting of Ryan, and then the bonfire disappears because thankfully it's concentration based. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone here. Yes, ma'am. Maybe. Okay. Few questions to start. One. What are the trials of the Fae? Um. Well, there was the there was the booty riddlers, and then there was the the. You know what? Scratch that question. Forget that one. What's the blessing of the fae? <laughs> we, um, we don't actually know because I was cursed and um, confused and angry, and um, we kind of left the fae wild pretty quickly because my grandmother, who is the alternative side of the mortal realm being in the fae wild switcheroo thing, um, kind of made me mad because she hasn't seen my mom in forever, so we didn't actually get a chance to ask. Okay, with Tara, a few things. One. Uh, while you may or may not still feel angry about that, you do feel now like your rage may have been a touch, like, outside of your normal purview. 
like you in hindsight now realize that that may not have all been you. Two, which I've been trying to actually get in edgewise for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll me Arcana, Wintera specifically. Okay. Oh, Arcana. Hope this is a good roll because I get a zero to it. That's a nat 20. Yeah, no, that'll do it. Well. So as you are rambling on about the everything that happened, you suddenly feel something within you. You can't explain why or how you know this, but you feel that you also now have the Blessing of the Fae. Oh, and also I have the Blessing of the Fae apparently too. As of what, just now? Yes. Y- you know what, fine, whatever. I have too many other things I still need to ask. Faith? Two questions? The cat you've had is Asmodeus. Yeah, yes he is. You hear Modi snicker off to the side. Shut your fucking face. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't use to talk before. Time, yeah, he's not. Oh. He, he's a that that cat's a, it's a bad cat. I mean, it's not a cat. It's a it's a demon devil creature. Have you tried getting rid of him? Yep. Nothing. Yes. What the what what the fuck did I just say to you? Watch your mouth, young lady. Oh. Sorry, boss lady. Not you. I was talking to Devil Boy. He's pissing me off. Uh, uh, language. Sorry. It's fine. So anyway, it's not, but... I, I got my last boon, and the boon turned out to be like a list of things where I can draw on his power and ability now directly, and so I can either become a very, very, very powerful and um, unbeatable foe, or, um, ally. So now I can change into, um, the form of any demon devil creature that serves Asmodeus. Okay. But he can also draw on me as well, if I can't control him. Yeah. Yeah, it's really kind of starting to sink in for me that, like, on top of, like, the emotional turmoil that was, like, that Fae trial, especially the mind part, I've also had to fight my two closest friends in some kind of various monster form. And, uh, this mission, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, call it right now as a big thumbs down. Didn't, don't like it. Uh, hadn't been great. I don't know why you're saying that to me as if I had anything to do with it. <laughs> remember? <laughs> You know, sometimes yeah, it's I just not like, like to she talk. even knew we were coming out here. <laughs> it's just, you know, sometimes I just like to talk. Maybe, maybe sometimes you need to vent a little bit. Oh, trust me, I get it. All right. Oh boy, I'm in a lot of trouble. When do we get back? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, the only other thing I can immediately think of amidst the everything you have all just thrown at me, and what may be the most wild and erratic call-in I've ever had in my entire career. <laughs> oh, depressed, depressed, depressed. 
You guys have noticed at this point that when Tara has started eating honey that she pulled out of her pack that she's just kind of snacking on throughout this because she realized she was hungry after everything that's gone on. <laughs> well, imagine you're doing it like Winnie the Pooh too where you're just like sticking a whole <laughs> hand in there and then just like pulling it out, covering it in honey and just like, <laughs> like into your mouth. <laughs> One thing, the, the only other thing I could think of, you said Ash and the twins were there. Oh, yes. They won't be for long. She adds Wait, don't we have one of them locked up? Hollow, please tell me you're joking. Remember she said that they got out? I didn't remember before, but I remember now that I have my memory back. But yeah, one of them got out. They oh, yeah. Both they both got, got out. out. That was why I called you last time. Oh, my lord, I put you in time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to again redirect the, that we have had a bit of a day. So am I now couple of days, honestly. It's what it felt like. Okay. Oh, we gotta stop going into the Feywild. Where do you all stand as far as figuring out what is going on with Bookworm? We're on our way to Bookworm's uh, Bookworm Senior's old laboratory. Alright. Good. Do you have anything else for me? Or can I go unwind for a moment before I get back to the incalculable amount of paperwork I know how to deal with. Oh, my brother's doing good. He can control fire. Oh, fat wait, which one? The little one that's not dead anymore. I'll add that to the notes. The reason I needed to come out here? The reason I've been so antsy about getting out yes, here? Yes, yes, I know, I know. Look, I was... Is that all? Um... So I, I'm gonna imagine it's gonna be a, a, a conversation for later, but like, uh, that voicemail that what about I left. It? N- n- nothing. All right then. Write it out. Click. <laughs> Y'all, was that good or bad? Uh, probably good. Probably fine. You'll be okay. She says and pats him on the back. <laughs> Matera, as you do that, you immediately drop out of this form and assume your normal visage. That does not count as a use, by the way. Okay. That was flavor, oh. just so we could introduce it. We are Small about bear. to go full light and dark on these assholes. Oh yeah, there's um there's not gonna be anyone to take back into custody, I think, after this, when Tara says, beginning to stalk away and find either a plant or animal to get information out of if they have seen anything of the sort in the area. Uh, As you go to do that, you feel, all of you, feel a breeze blow by you, and you all hear, um, I think we might have a problem. She looks at her with, like like, a curious look of, like, What's the problem? I... I can't remember where the layer is. Okay! What What do you mean, okay? That's okay! No, that's not what I mean! Oh, what? We can also hear Bookworm now. Oh! What? Bookworm blushes immeasurably. She didn't really have much of a choice! Yeah, you turned into, like, a crazy tree monster and tried to kill us. I'm aware I turned into a crazy tree monster and tried to kill you. Had to do some personal growth. 
They're not right, but where? But he like slaps her on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby. Ventura, there is. On top of the fact that Bookworm was one willing to do this, there is another thing about that that strikes you as odd, which is the reason you were so chill with it before Seth said okay. When she does that, she speaks in Druidic, and they don't know Druidic. How are you guys understanding her? What are you talking about? She's speaking in Druidic. But I don't speak Druidic. That doesn't make any sense. Um. Yeah, I'm confused. Actually, it was kind of a guess that you guys might be able to. Um, so I kind of read the file report from the last time you guys went to the Feywild. Well, your whole Silvery Moon trip, honestly. And there was one part that kind of stuck out to me that honestly made me a little bit hesitant to do it around you guys or Miss Raylan. Um, do, do you remember that thing that Forngle did to you guys? We try not to, but yes. Oh. <laughs> well, um, those were fey spores, and they don't go away. So now we can just understand Druidic from on now? Well, technically I'm talking to the spores, and similar to how it was when you could understand the myconids, you can just kind of understand through them. I'm kind of using them as a middleman, if you will. I want to I roll back to the part where there's mushrooms in my ears forever now. Yeah, no, you can't get rid of those. I did some research on that. They're they're in there for good. Just think of them cool. like little friends. Cool, cool. Arlo, you don't cool. know now whether cool. or not it's just meant like your own psyche or whether it's actually that, but you swear you feel wiggling in your ears now. No! <laughs> huh, I wonder if Pendleton can hear them too. You rolled? <laughs> if I can finally hear you again, for some reason I wasn't able to get a hold of you for some while. Did something happen? Oh, yeah, apparently I got cursed by that evil dragon dude and those weird sneeple that we've seen before. Um, I'm, I'm apparently a shepherd of the fae. Um, and, oh, yeah, are there mushrooms that you can see and talk to? Um, no. Okay, just curious. I don't know if you remember being able to watch what happened in the Feywild last time. No, no, I, I know, but I'm not, I'm not, like, literally inside your skull. I'm, I'm, like, in your consciousness. Oh, okay. The whole seeing through eyes thing kind of confused me, so I wasn't sure if that... No, 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 I'm not literally living in your head. Oh, okay. Good, so I don't have to worry about if I get a hard hit to the head that you'll get hurt. Okay. Well, I mean, if you die, I'm kind of trapped, but, you know. Oh. Anyway. So please still don't do that. <laughs> is Ventura speaking out loud or just in her mind right now? <laughs> out loud. Good. <laughs> so as soon as he's like, okay, I don't have to worry about getting a sharp blow to the head, you hear Arlo, like, full stop whatever he was doing before. He's like, please do not disregard sharp blows to the head. Arlo, you're you not part of this conversation. <laughs> As somebody who definitely regularly talks to a disembodied voice on the regular. Who do you talk to? Asmodeus. I don't really know if disembodied counts. I mean... Eh, fair. Disembodied, is that like without a body? Because I guess Pendleton doesn't really have a physical body either, unless you count my body. Oh, sure, I did. <laughs> yeah, 
sure that disembodied. I would like to point out that before all this started, um, you guys did just learn that your objective has been forgotten. Oh, right. Uh, um, d sorry. Uh, this is a lot to process. <sighs> you Boy, you is don't it remember... coming off a heavy episode. <laughs> Are, you don't remember where it is? No. I, I did before when we were going, but then after we fought for some reason I I, I can't remember it Montero, roll me a history check good 22 you're able for, for whatever reason now that you have your memories back you remember how you couldn't remember things before how like the curse was affecting your memory and then you also do remember that you had turned into that creature and you think, maybe, just maybe, that creature that you turned into may have the ability to steal memories. Oh, the... <laughs> okay, so a couple things, a couple things here. The first thing is that Winterra is flooded with, like, this, like, worry. So she, like, goes and she, like, grabs bookworm and is like staring up at her like out of concern and the second thing is as she thinks through the thought it can steal memories she gets immensely angry at herself at ash at the sneeple she's pissed she's like i am so mad at them you're saying this as you're holding on to Bookworm and looking her over? <laughs> yes, she is. She's terrified She's... right now. Not with you. The... That thing, that thing they made me... I think... I think it can take memories. So does that mean that the memories are destroyed or locked away within yourself, though? I don't know. Is it a vacuum cleaner or a black hole? What's a vacuum cleaner? What's a black what hole? What is a vacuum cleaner? What is a black hole? You're right. Neither of those things exist. I can answer those questions. Both of those things definitely exist. <laughs> oh, you're awake. I've been awake. Look, just because I've been taking the conversation, scattered as it has been, doesn't mean I'm not awake. I, I was part of the conversation a few moments ago. Did anybody hear that? That was weird. Sibo uh... looks horribly dejected again. <laughs> I'll just kind of patch them on there. I'm just kidding, small fry. What were you going to say? I, I was just commenting that I know what vacuums and black holes were. It seemed relevant. I, I hadn't been able to add anything to the conversation for a little bit. I don't know. Okay. As someone who's like been all over the place with themselves for a little while, I feel like this is kind of important. We need to probably focus on figuring out where we need to go and what's going on. And I'm going to go back to my initial point earlier where I was looking for an animal or a plant to try to talk to to figure out if one of them might be able to help us. Okay. I'm assuming you're going to be using some form of like speak with animals or speak with plants or something like that. When Tara can speak with animals inherently... Has a long shifter. <laughs> well, alrighty then. What specifically are you trying to figure out? She's, well, I guess it depends on how smart the animal is that she's going to be speaking with, so I guess it depends on what animal it is that she's talking to. Roll nature. 
13. I will say that you see a sparrow singing up in a tree. Okay, she's going to chirp at it to badly chirp at it to try to get it to come down. Now she's going to hold out her hand, at, like beckoning to it. Can, can we get a sound, please? <laughs> no. I don't know why you try to do a whistle. That's like, that's not even a sound you can well, make. Was, you can't That do. was intentional. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> No, because it's a bad whistle. It's not meant to be a whistle. <laughs> Guys, I didn't. I didn't want to hear a good noise. I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the trademark bad animal noises. <laughs> Against all odds, you're, it just, comes. you're just spitting into the microphone. Beautiful. You you have a confused sparrow on your finger. Does the sparrow look concerned? Like, are you okay? <laughs> Deeply. Those sounded like the sounds of death for my people. <laughs> My cousin Peterson like had his windpipe crushed, and he sounds exactly like that all the time. Drew, you can't even recognize the difference in like facial expressions in birds, but you can tell this one looks concerned for Winterra's well-being. <laughs> you somehow just know. <laughs> she she's gonna try asking it if it has seen any snake people recently or dragon people recently hmm. try and avoid snakes uh, haven't seen any dragon people um don't okay so that's a no <laughs> And then she turns to Bookworm and she's like, do you remember anything about the lair? She tries to think really hard and she says, I, I mean, I remember things about it, but just not where it was. Okay. Is there anything like specific inside it? Uh, just a bunch of like stuff, stuff for like that I wasn't really familiar with that now I realize is like for scientific experiments and stuff like that. Okay, oh, wait. wait, hold on. Well, that makes me think of something. Hey, Sibo, two What's questions. Up? Uh, question number one, you as a uh, scientist yourself would probably be pretty acutely aware of like any labs that would be in the area, correct? Oh, absolutely. Guaranteed 100%. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh... What if they were destroyed long ago? I mean, like, the city that they were in. Um, I mean, probably still. A less than 100% now. <laughs> you also right. hear on the wind, Bokram says, It wasn't in a city. Village? Just randomly out there. Hey, Sibo, do you know about a random, like, secret lab out in the middle of the woods? Which woods? Forest of Lost Giants. Oh, no. I don't go there. <laughs> Alright, then question number two for Sibo. Do you have any, uh, you know, cool-ass inventions that help with uh, bringing back memory? Oh, now you care about my inventions. Hey, hey, hey. Focus up. It's important. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm being petty. That's, that's on me. I just really wanted that field data. <laughs> oh, um, hmm, let's see. Mental recovery. Hmm. It wasn't 
really something I had thought about doing before. I, I try and go more for things that make people's lives more immediately convenient. You, you know, things like magical wings or the handheld bombs, things like that. Super convenient. Are you telling me you never walked into a room, fully forgotten what you walked into that room for, and then had to go back to where you were, only to remember what you came in the room for and then walk back? He, he has a look on his face that says, you're right, but I don't want to admit it. Can't say I have. Do you have any of those weird those weird science things with you? I assume they're probably in your bag. You seem like the kind of person that would take those things Oh, yes! Them. Actually, that reminds me! Right before I fell unconscious for a time and then came back up and then you had grown your hair and it's shorter now again. Hmm, I don't know when that happened. Anyway, I actually <laughs> did have uh, some upgrades for you all. I I kind of feel like I don't deserve them. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the good boy of this, of this episode, so I'm cool with that. Uh, Wait, but you actually have, like, ink wings that come out of you. Wait, what? Rather than... Oh, yeah, I, um... You met Nelk? Remember Nelk? Yes, I remember... a while back? Wait, wait, wait. You got Nelk's wings. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're dope as hell. Let, 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 let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see! Um, I activate the ink wings, and then, like, fly in the air a little bit. Oh, yeah! If I combine that with the rest of our gun, I think I know exactly what you need. You do? Yes! Well, him specifically. I can't help you guys with your current memory plight. But I can make you fly faster. I am all about that. Excellent. Let me see the wings of the Valka. Yup. And he, like, just straight, like, picks them out of the pack and tosses them at him. He holds it and, like, stares at it for a long time. He's like, he wasn't even wearing it. <laughs> I, I mean... No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You definitely hear him starting to cry. <laughs> I just, they oh. look so nice. I didn't want them to, like, get uh, broken because uh. of how nice they looked. No, it's fine. And through his tears, he does a little bit of tinkering with it. And after about five minutes, mostly sobbing, <laughs> he brings it back over like, <laughs> okay, Whew, okay. So, I have augmented them. They still do the same thing that they did before. However, now you can also use a spell slot as a reaction in order to, for a minute, double your flying speed. Ah, that freaking rolls. So, so prom promise me I'll use it now? I promise you I will use this at least once. It's better than nothing, yeah. Alright, I'll strap something to the Valkyrie after himself. And, and, and uh, you, Team Lingo, why, why did you say you don't deserve that? Because I never used the Mizium apparatus. I, I mean, neither did he, but I did a thing for him. Fair enough. I'll hand it over. Here you go. As he looks at it, it's like, so is there any particular reason? Like, why? why it, it lets you cast any spell. Yeah, let me let me be completely clear with you. There's been a lot going on. I mean, are you, are you still casting? Trying not to, but you know what? Now I feel like I just need to do more to spite this little asshole. What, the last? He looks over at the cast like, That's right, you. I still need to study you. Here, you want him? <gasps> oh my god, this is so much easier than last time. <laughs> do it, do it, do 
if you can keep him, you can have him. He's all yours. I don't think I want him that close to my home. Hmm, what an unusual series of words. Oh, well. And she, he goes and picks up Modi, and the second he does, you all hear... And he drops Modi. Does anyone know the silence spell that we can cast just on Modi? <laughs> that's not how silence works, and that's not what cats do. <laughs> it's not a cat. Yeah, sorry, but that's actually Asmodeus. I'm sorry, hold on a moment. Are you a... Are you a warlock of Asmodeus? Yes. That did not come up last time. No, it didn't. It didn't seem like relevant information. There it is. That feels like <laughs> the most relevant information, but, you know, to each their own, I suppose. That's just kind of her her deal, and I guess... Hush, 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 I've already done this for you. He, he walks over to Saith, trying to make sure he is keeping distance, but, like, staying away from Modi, and he is oddly kind of obliging for once. And he pulls you over, like, okay, now I just thought of something... The, the devil cat will not like this. But I think that means you will. <laughs> Unless I've misread this horribly. Eyebrow raise. Her smile's a little bit more smiley and a little bit less grimacy. I'm going to take that as a yes and just keep talking. I can augment this thing slightly so that it should allow you to just draw on a different arcane source for your warlock spell. It'll still work the same way as it does for you normally, but it'll draw on something other than his... Uh, well, okay, if I'm being more precise, it'll it'll sort of take in his power and, like, siphon it, so you can... It, it's a Basically, it'll be taking from its version of his power instead of his version of the power, and so it... I mean, it'll still be kind of, like, up to chance. It's not perfect, but, like, it won't be She's just gonna pat his head! She gets the point! That's... She's gonna pat his head, but it's not, it's not, like, gruff or anything. It's actually, like, really gentle. She's still... Yes. <laughs> he looks oddly reassured as if no one has ever given him that level of affection before. Jordan, why did you make Aww. it sad just now? He does blow people up, I will remind you. He does, he does do that. <laughs> You're like, and no, he's, like, offhand, he's like, yeah, yeah, no one has ever shown him love, ever. And I was like, why did that need to be a part of this funny little adventure, man? Because you guys are bullying him. I'm repeating what Jordan just said about his own character. He does blow people up. Yeah, there's a reason that. people don't give Simo the time of day. He blows people up. It's why he didn't win the uh, win the election. Wednesday. He's just too techy for Tara. <laughs> too techy for Tara. <laughs> it did. It sounded like a TV show. I'm sorry, Jordan. We keep interrupting you. Yes, you do, and I'm used to it. So you see Sibo go off, and he does make some modifications to the Mizium apparatus, and he hands it back to you, and again, was like, alright, so, like I said, it'll still work the same way as it did before, so, you know, there's a chance it won't cast the spell that you want, but it won't directly impact him. And translation on how this works is you can instead choose to use the Mizium apparatus instead of relying solely on Asmodeus for your spellcasting specifically, and if you do that, you do not need to worry about rolling on your, like, devil drawback table. You'll instead just roll on the Mizium table, which is far less problematic. <laughs> Hell 
That being said, if you use any of your other warlock features, uh, I will exclude your eyes because those are passive and that'd be some hot bullshit. That's fair. Um, so, like, if you use any of Modi's abilities or if you, like, use... Yeah, pretty much any of Modi's abilities that you get from him, uh, that will still trigger... I'm drawing on him. Yeah, that'll still trigger yeah. that, but if you're just spellcasting, you can choose to either roll on his table or the Mizium table. That's excellent. I love that. When Tara has so far, um, as Arlo was showing off his tattoo, she was, like, turning into Bookworm. She was like, oh, yeah, did I ever show you this one that Nell gave me? And she's, like, kind of lifting up and showing the one on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't... Boobies! Yeah, I need to clarify. Did you say lifting up? Well, it's on her, on like, ribcage, right? So she's, like, wearing, like, a shirt. So she's, like, showing on okay, her Okay, okay. You said chest, <laughs> which is not where the ribcage Sorry. is. No, I so I Yeah, no, we all thought you just straight up flashed her. <laughs> no. Which is a wild like, thing to do. Safe, safe and Arlo are both, like, jaws, like, dropped to the ground. Like, the is, is redder than a tomato. No, I no, I was like not looking in like fucking bookworm. I assume would faint. <laughs> I like, like, like safe would be like. All right, hand over one of them whiskeys. I need to get that picture out of my head now. Okay. Uh, no, but no, I meant I re- I misspoke. I meant she like is showing off the one that's on her rib cage. Arlo or safe, if either of you guys would like to roll me a perception check, you may. <laughs> That's, uh, 17. Oh, Wintera. <laughs> 24. Unsurprisingly, you both notice that she is, uh, complete, like, feet <laughs> red, but also that she has a bit of a nosebleed going. <laughs> as as Wintera fails to notice that she also shows off what I can only assume is her washboard abs. <laughs> yeah, no, Wintera is definitely jacked. She's got pretty good strength. <laughs> that is hot! Bookworm agrees. <laughs> okay, so as it was, you guys still like you, you have lost any sign of Sasava and like Sasava and Avasis before were able to like stay out of even where Saith was looking, so they're being careful not to be seen. So they're they're definitely trying to keep a good ways away. Um But yeah, you guys still need some you need to figure out some ways of tracking down potentially where this necromancer's lair could be in the middle of a forest. Mm. Okay, when Tara's going to turn back to this little sparrow thing and she's going to be like, do you ever go inside the forest of lost giants, the dead forest, or fly over it? Mm, pretty scary. Do you know anyone who does? Um, I... When Tara... Is it possible that we could send Jockbird or Birdie? To go, like, scope out the area? I, yeah, I mean, I guess so, but if those awful, awful things are still there, those corpse flowers and the hand, I mean, they may run into some problems. Well, that's true, but wouldn't they just pop right back to you? Well, they just disappear. They wouldn't, they wouldn't come back here. Um... No, yeah, we can we can try and send them out and see if they can come back. It might give us some information, at least while we're heading in that direction. Uh, miss? I have one more idea. Okay. So, as much as I hate him, and all of us hate him, I can still see through Modi's eyes. 
Mm, no. What was the sparrow saying? She says as she looks back at the little thing. I will say I do really like that idea, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, the sparrow says, I, I've seen a woman come up and try and heal it. A woman? Um, the, the forest mom. The forest mom? Quintera, you have heard animals say that before, and you know for a fact they are talking about Holly. <laughs> oh, mom. That's adorable! The forest mom! Forest mom! Oh! <laughs> the little birds and squirrels and animals, and they're like, the forest mom! Oh, oh, you mean my mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know she went that way. Oh. Um, huh. She doesn't go far, just to the edge to try to heal it. Huh. Sometimes a little further. Interesting. Have you seen her today? Um, I think she's with the other guardians. Alright, and then this is something she's going to to use an actual spell on doing, since she can't send animal message uh, without it. She can just speak. And I misspoke earlier. It's her, her circle of the shepherd that allows her to speak with animals. That really. makes a little bit more sense. That'd be a very broken feature otherwise. No, I knew it was one of the features she gets, that she can just speak with animals um, freely. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So she's going to animal message, and she's going to say, can you go bring Forest Mom or one of the Guardians a message? Specifically, well... Forest mom would be better um, for me. Okay. So the the message that she's sending to her mom is going to Forest of Lost Giants. Have you seen Science Home there? Bookworm lost some memory after fighting Tree Monster. Love you, Tara. Okay. Wait. You could also you have enough words to say and friends. And friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> little Sparrow goes off, and uh, you guys have a little bit of time until Holly gets that. How much short time? Rest, short, short rest, rest, short time. rest. A short yes. rest amount of time, because I am hurt bad. You you can take short rest amount of time. Gee, thanks. I'm going to take all of my short rest. I'm going to take all of my dive. Is there anything you guys would like to do while you are uh, licking your wounds? Yes, hold on. Everyone but Christina. <laughs> How is Christina the only one not hurt? That's not fair. Because she unlocked special fey powers and technically never got hit in that fight. That's You're that is fair. That's ass. Fair. This is ass. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's when Tara's art get over it. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. You won't be saying this when it's your turn. Fucking. So while you guys are while you guys are healing and stuff, when Tara's like sitting there thinking and she's just like You know, we've had a lot that's happened recently. There was this game that we used to play when I was little and we were just kind of hanging out in the forest. Do you guys want to play? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm game. It's okay. Count the knees. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not always about knees. Sometimes it's about, you know, flowers or birds or dinosaurs so you can count their knees <laughs> yeah no so i need 
Um, I need you guys to give me different things. And she's going to look at uh, Saith. She's like, who's a person you want in the story? Oh my actual fucking god. Are you? Are you? Are you doing Mad Libs? Yes, she is. Are you doing Mad Libs right now, Christina? Did you suggest a game of Mad Libs? Are you fucking doing an improv exercise inside of our essentially improv exercise game? Christina is feeling spicy today. Everyone else is off their game and she is here like fucking showing us up. She is opening her own headline show. Huh. Someone I'd like to be in the story. Oh my god, are we actually doing this? Let's see. How about Little Rick? Okay. Alright, keep going. I want to hear this now. Arlo, I need a place. Ronnie Flash's tour bus. <laughs> Weird, but okay. Bookworm, what about a color? Green. Sibo, I need... Um, like something you would do, like to jump or run. Hmm, well, I'm not really much for those things. Uh, how about invent? Okay. Um, I'll think of a sound. Um, hmm. I'll say bleat. Like a goat. Those are fun sounds. Hey, Pendleton, what about another animal sound? Hmm, let's see. I was always rather fond of the sound of a horse. Could you make the sound of a horse? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> horses have changed drastically since I was alive. Uh, I guess we'll go with that. Better. Just, just horse Winnie. Winnie, okay. Arlo, what about another color? Gold. Bookworm, what about a type of bush? Like a plant? Blueberry. Let's see, what's a cool dinosaur that I really like? Hmm. Gee, if only there was one you could pull from. <laughs> I know. If only I knew more dinosaurs. <laughs> Ankylosaurus. Okay, we will do an Ankylosaurus. Hell yeah. Ankylosaurus fucking rules. Wasn't your turn, Arlo, but fine. That was that was Drew, the person who likes Ankylosaurus. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of like that joke online of like, as an adult, no one asks you what your favorite dinosaur is anymore, and that's bullshit. And I was like, but it is bullshit. Dinosaurs fucking rule. Oh, I have to do this part. Alright. Saith, do you know any nursery rhymes? Hmm. Just the name of one. Okay, so... Kind of grew up in a cult, so, um... As, Asmodeus... Asmodeus in the Darkest Night? That's my favorite. Ugh, shut up. Oh, okay. Troll Asmodeus is fun. I like him. <laughs> Arlo like um, takes like some paper from like his uh, prescription pad and like rolls into like a little cone, and like he like fixes it together, and then like takes out like you know, his quill and then writes dunce on it and then just puts it on top of like Modi's head. It immediately ignites into flames. Huh. Okay. So the game is that now we've made a story together. So the story is: last week was the biggest adventure of my life. Little Rick and I were taking a walk. 
in the Ronnie Flash's tour bus when we saw a green object in the bushes. We quickly re- realized... It was the it bush. Was, <laughs> it was a time machine. What's a time machine? One second. We quickly, we, Tara, quickly make up a story in our kid that includes something she doesn't actually understand. Is that what just happened? <laughs> that's, that's what it appears. No, I was just being Christina. <laughs> I didn't see the word time machine in this one. It's supposed to just be about a dinosaur. Hold on. You will live with your sin. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> no, she'd probably know what it, the word time machine was. That's probably not that outlandish. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> we quickly realized it was a time machine and, and, and inventing inside. There was a loud bleat and the doors opened to reveal we had gone thousands of years back in time. We were about to start exploring when a loud whinny came from nearby. We turned around and saw a huge gold dinosaur coming towards us. We started running and found shelter in a blueberry bush. But the Ankylosaurus was getting closer. Suddenly, a man wearing a piece of purple, a man wearing a piece of purple cloth around his knees appeared beside us and told us that the only way to scare the dinosaur away was by throwing lots of arrows into the air while singing Asmodeus in the Darkest Night backwards. We did it immediately, and the Ankylosaurus turned and ran away in fright. We hurried back to the time machine and luckily made it home in time for knees. The end. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that story inadvertently had like a strange naked man find you in like your... <laughs> it was... Interesting. Well, that's the point. They're not supposed to always make sense. Sometimes they're supposed to be silly because they just help pass the time. I liked it. That was fun. <laughs> I will never understand your culture. When you grow up in many cultures, the one you develop for yourself just... It's a little bit of mix and match. So after that, because no, no one else gets to do anything now because we had to suffer <laughs> through 20 minutes of Mad Libs. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. You're welcome. Worth it. Was it? You guys see that Holly is walking towards you. It has been enough time that she would be able to make it. Uh, And you also notice that she has, as you can tell from the look on her face, somewhat reluctantly brought Oliver. No. Hi, sweetie. Dang it, Oliver. Hi, guys. I guess that works with a long tooth promise. You're still with mom. Didn't break it! He was so uh-huh. insistent. He said, it still counts, it's fine. The entire time, and would not let go. Okay, <laughs> what, what is this about lost memory? What? Yeah, so... When Tara is kind of thinking about very quickly, oh shit, I didn't really want to tell my mom that I got cursed. <laughs> She's like, yeah, so we had to fight this m- monster, this tree monster, and it might have taken like some of- Like one of the corpse flowers? Different. This one seems to be able to take memories. Um, thankfully, oh, I don't right. think we should encounter it anytime soon. Hopefully, probably, I hope. Um, but it might have taken one of Bookworm's memories about where her old friend was 
like where their home was. Um, the Sparrow told me that you sometimes go to the Forest of Lost Giants. Have you ever seen anything like a science home there? I... I don't usually travel that deep in there, honestly. I just try and heal it from the outer rims of it, but... The thing is, I try not to go too deep in there because I know that that creature is still out there, and it's extremely dangerous to go in there. So, I... I really wish that I could help you out with this one more, but unfortunately, most people don't really tread that far into the forest. As she's saying this, everyone roll me perception. When Tara, you may have advantage. Oh, I got mind. a nat 20. I got a 10. 19. Arlo, you do not pick up on this, but when Tara and Saith, you guys notice that as you guys are having this conversation... Oliver starts to hide behind Holly and looks a little uncomfortable. You okay, little dude? Huh? What? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, great, great, great. Oliver? No, really, I'm, I'm fine. I, I promise, really. Guys, guys, I know that, you know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but I do, I do have the perfect solution for this problem. Okay. And Arlo reaches into his pack and pulls out like you know, a small folding stool. Oh, for the love! <laughs> it was like... Niger, it was Niger whiskey. I was curious which one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's give the child whiskey. Perfect. Amazing. I don't know. Given your family, Holly will either be like, "Don't give that to my boy," or be like, "Ah, yes, it's whiskey o'clock." <laughs> Sorry, five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I pulled out a small folding stool and like you. Know, it, it pops up a small little back support so I can have a, a front way to properly sit in it. But then he turns it backwards. Yep. And then, and then he sits upon the chair backwards and sidles up to, to, to our young friend. Like, listen here, bud. Now, I know that you might think it's super cool to uh, tell falsities to your, to your sister and to your mom, but... Uh, if I could really like bring it, break it down for you, uh, it's uh, super Will whack. Leave the poor boy alone. <laughs> Say, never. Shut up. Let him keep going. <laughs> it, it, it's super whack to to lie to your friends and family about things that are important. So if you really want to be a real winner, then you got to tell the truth. You heard? You don't want to fear factor a child into telling the truth. I'm not I fear mean, factoring. Itself. What do you, I'm just using... Katie? What do you think fear factor is? That's not what I meant to say. Have you not seen fear factor? You know, fear factor, where a youth pastor comes by and tries to relate to you. The scariest thing of all. <laughs> not, not the word I wanted to use. I wanted to use mongering. That's not fear mongering either. Not fear mongering either. See, this is very tame in comparison to what our, what mom usually does to get us to tell the truth. Um, anyway. Fair enough. I feel like okay. she just grabs you by the ankle and shakes you and she's like, truth! Truth! <laughs> Did you read her mind? <laughs> Before I'm forced to do that, now that you've established that as canon. <laughs> and somewhat against my better judgment, Arlo, roll persuasion with advantage. Yay! <laughs> that was an 11. 
you are so lucky I set the DC low. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He's the trying to persuade chair. a child. <laughs> the backwards chair. This, that would have worked on literally nobody else. <laughs> but Oliver looks at you, and you can see... Not that he's, like, relating to you in any way, but that for some odd, inexplicable reason, he feels like now it's okay. <laughs> and he looks up at Holly... And then at you, Wintera, and says, Promise you won't be mad. Of course not. What? What's wrong? I, I wouldn't be mad at you, Oliver. I, I, I didn't want to make you guys upset or worry. But I know where the place is. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. It's because... I know I wasn't asleep. Yeah. <sighs> when Tara's literally at this point made that sound that I just made and like backed up about seven feet. Holly looks like she is looking at a ghost. I'm sorry, you know what? I I I, I woke up in the flower area. Because that was where I collapsed after I got out. I woke- I first woke up after I was brought back in that lab. I know how to get there. Oh, shit. What? And that is where we shall pause our tale for now. No! You bastard! Dude! <laughs> oh my god. Hello, everyone! This is your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman, thanking you all for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please stick around until the end for some bloopers that didn't quite get to make it into the episode proper. But before that, we have some quick plugs to do. First of all, if you want to hear more about this episode, our thoughts and opinions, and why everyone is so mad at me, then follow us on our Patreon, where you can get access to episodes a week early and exclusive access to our after show, Peek Behind the Screen, as well as several other amazing benefits at higher tiers. You can also follow us on our website at agesofdamned.com, where we have full transcriptions of all of our episodes, full cast bios, and a link to our merchandise, which you can also find at tpublic.com slash user slash AOD. If you want to get a little bit more personal with it, you can follow us on all of our social medias, Facebook at AOD, Instagram and TikTok at Agents of Damned, and Twitter at Agents of D. For Twitter, you can also follow us individually, me at Pokachap, Christina at Grikachu, and Katie at Missy Mystery. Drew, uh, well, maybe you can catch him on our Discord server at AOD. We got plenty of fun things to do there, like submit character concepts, magic effect items, talk about what we think might be happening next, like with this whole reveal that Oliver actually knew he was alive, Ooh, or dead. I know my canon. Anyway, if you want to catch some other fun stuff, then you can follow me on Twitch at AODCast. Uh, I'm currently doing some 
I'm probably by this point finished up the uh, indivisible stream. I don't know what we're at right now, but I like to. It, it's just a good time. Just come, come watch. If you enjoy the show, then please, of course, leave a review. It helps us out a lot, and then share it with a friend. Help get the word out there. And until next time, bye. Welcome, everybody. I'm Kevin Odie. I'm Jared Bornigal. And I'm Will Melder. And we are Monsters and Multiclass, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition discussion show. On our episodes, you can expect to hear our takes on multiclasses, including the mechanical viability and possible backstories for making these characters. We cover monsters, how to fight them, how to play them, and how to throw them at your players in a plausible way. And whenever the Wizards of the Coast deign to release new subclasses for us to experiment with, we will cover them in depth. Videos are released every Wednesday with a podcast version released on Thursdays. You can find us on MonstersAndMulticlass.com, YouTube, or anywhere you find your podcasts. So thanks for checking us out, and let's make every session the best it can be. With Monsters and Multiclass. Ooh. An unseen force was disrupting Arlo's casting. Yeah. Things... Don't interrupt me, bitch. <laughs> I got interrupted a lot that episode. I get one. Not during the recap. Sneer, do you actually have a Mad Lib pulled out in front of you right now? Maybe. You... The you... Drew, is is this the point where you actually questioned this? Was it not the second you realized it was a Mad Lib she was doing? I just like I was like, you know, maybe she's like maybe she's just really committing to the bit and she's just gonna make up a story. Or so I was like, no, she has an actual mad lib out right now. I know she does. Drew, why out do I know your wife better than you right now? Out loud she I, I know my wife very well. I just sometimes I hope <laughs> You can't do that. I'm so mad I couldn't think of a cute name for that. <laughs> Forest Mom and the Guardians. Forest Mom and the Guardians. The great ancient guardians of our forest. Performing Thursdays at noon. The Forest Mom and the Guardians. Christina on NBC. Excellent. I have to get it out of my system sometimes too. I'm sorry. I don't do it often. Oh. Okay. Um. So the the message that she's sending to her mom is um fuck what I should have written that down. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what you were doing? <laughs> I was counting it out of my hands because I'm stupid. <laughs> I do stupid things sometimes. This is, this is life. Oh God, we're out of practice. <laughs>
Yep. <laughs> it's oh been so boy. long. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Well, I'm doing our best. Well, oh. this part's getting cut. These are going to become blooper reels. <laughs>